When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Welcome to a Buffalo Victory Football Monday. I think this is the game that the Bills defense needed to have going into a game that they're going to have against the Dolphins. Mike Danger. I think they call that complimentary football. Right, the defense yes. takes care of the offense. The offense takes care of the defense. Defense does their job. My man, Terrell Bernard, linebacker Baylor. Gene Battaglia. So next up, it's the Miami Dolphins. You're playing for first place. It was a record-setting day for the Dolphins. Seventy points. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. You know what? I've met her before. My set them up. Usher will be headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Buy or sell? It should have been Taylor Swift. Bye. Bye. Tonight, the Bucks host the Eagles. 7-15 Eastern, the Bengals and Rams in Cincy at 8-15. I hate having two games. A wild week in around football, both college and the pros. We're proud to be from Ohio. It's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Monday Night Football doubleheader coming up later tonight. We've got Nate Geary joining us from the Buffalo Bills Radio Network in about 15, 20 minutes or so. We have time for your calls at 585-866-4FAN. And you can get at us on the space formerly known as Twitter, now known as X, at the Fan Rochester. And we get some reaction here we want to get to in a second. But thank you first for joining us here on the Sports Bar. Gino and I, don't take it for granted. We, we know, like, how great is it that we get to talk about sports every afternoon here in the Flower City? Absolutely. We were privileged to do this. Uh, when you have the Bills win, you have the Bills lose. You and I love doing this. Uh, you can hear us on the FM, the AM, Odyssey app, YouTube, Twitch, how many platforms can we get up Just to? Just find us at the Fan yeah. Rochester. You, you'll you'll get a hold of us one way or the other. And then the idea that you spend part of your day with us, even if it's just for five minutes on the ride home, is humbling. So it, it's great to be able to talk on a victory Monday after the Bills handled their business in Washington. Vincent, however, tweeting us at the Fan Rochester. The Bills lost to one real SE team and beat two crappy teams. Need to calm the hype. Take it down to about a three. <laughs> okay, and it, here's here uh, Vincent's. Uh, he doesn't show his face. It's a Washington football logo. Vincent, like, there's going to be brighter days ahead for your football team in Washington with that new owner. I mean, this is kind of like the bottom point of, of building here. No, that's what this week is about, Vincent. We realize, okay, that the Bills beat two teams, but you know what? They smashed them. They smashed the Raiders and they smashed Washington on the road. Now here comes the test. And yes, what happened on Monday night against the Jets? 
You know, I, I wouldn't call the Jets' defense Essie. I'm sorry. That defense is legit. That defense held New England to 15 points. It held Buffalo to 16 points. That defense will keep the Jets in practically every game this that year. That defense is going to be counted on to keep the Jets in every game because their offense can't really do much. Correct. But the idea that we need to calm down, no, this is, if you think this is bad, um, then you're going to be totally tapped out by the time Thursday comes around. Well, look, I think as we kind of evaluate and talk about both of these teams throughout the course of the week, it's going to be a challenge for me to get to a place where I really believe that Buffalo's defense can shut down this Miami offense. And we've seen them do it last year twice. They didn't really shut them down, but you get the the win two out of those three matches against Miami. It just looks different. It, it's weird. I don't think they've gotten faster, but they look faster this year than they even did last year. And and LeBaron pointing out at the fan Rochester, prepare for Hill to get 177 yards and two touchdown on 32 drag. I mean, you just get the ball into 32 drag routes. You just get the ball into Hill's hands, and you let him do his thing. He's going to be a tough matchup for an aging Bills secondary. This is my view of the Miami offense. They Tua gets the ball so dang quick. He's a one-read quarterback. That's He's it. always been that Boom. Way. Yep. And that's the Bills' pass rush. No, it was the opposite yesterday. You had the modern version of Bledsoe going back. Boop, 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 boop. I'm waiting for my guy right. to get open. Oh, this, this yeah. is no, rash- this is the opposite. This yeah. is rational coaching. This is, in, in fact, I think McDaniel has done a good job working with what he has, recognizing. All right, we know what his strengths are. We know what his weaknesses are, and this is a, a byproduct of the Shanahan offense, right? Like Kyle Shanahan knows. Like Brock Purdy isn't going to set the world on fire with his talent. He's not that guy but he understands the offense and he knows Shanahan knows his limitations. So he's going to make sure he dials it back when he needs to dial it back. And I think you have the same thing with Tua. It's a lot easier to do a no-look shovel pass if you're Tua Tungavailoa or to hit Tyreek Hill on your one read than it is to dissect the secondary, go through multiple reads and try to hurl it 20 yards downfield. He can't do it. He's a liability when he tries to throw the ball downfield. So, if you know that, if you're Sean McDermott in the defense of the Bills, you know that. How do you exploit that? How do you take advantage of that? How do you minimize that risk? I Here's how I do it. I think I want three and outs, and I want takeaways. And the way you do that is you're being more aggressive than you have. And yes, what's going to happen? Hill maybe goes out the door once or twice in this game, but I'm just the law of averages on this. As long as you don't let the Dolphins just kind of pick their way down the field and it ends up in the score, I think we really haven't seen things that aggressive. I remember that game down in Miami, Matt Milano blitzing uh, Tunga Vailoa and actually kind of knocking him out of the game. You haven't had to blitz. No. It's been great. I mean, you, you've got a front four that's getting pressure on the quarterback, confusing Sam Howell because he didn't know where to throw the football because everybody's covered as well as they are. And, and you're getting pressure with your front four. If that can continue, uh, then I think, you know, the only thing you're worried about at that point is over-pursuit. Right, like, are they moving so fast that they're using your aggressive front four against you? That's that remains to be seen. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. Really looking forward to it. <laughs> we just we've, this is a record for us, right? Like, okay, that was great yesterday. You did what you had to do. No, it Miami. becomes a story. Yeah. Miami forced the issue by scoring seventy. Everybody's going to talk about Miami scoring seventy. Miami's offense. How do you stop it? How do you? Look, I, I don't know that you can stop it or slow it down. Even with backup quarterbacks last year, they scored points against the Buffalo Bills. 
Bills scored more two of those three games. And and the one game that they lost to Miami, that was down to the wire as well. So it, it's going to be tough. Miami, the Jets, they're they're just going to pose problems for the Buffalo Bills. And, and for what it's worth, we haven't seen the Patriots yet this year. I think the Patriots are going to be a problem for the Bills as well. I think the Bills should, mm. should beat the Patriots. But the Patriots' defense can play. There's, it's Bill Belichick's defense, and he can still play. It's all about timing here. Like, if you said two weeks ago, oh my gosh, Jacksonville, now you look at Jacksonville and you're like, Mm. Yeah, that's a game you should go down. Uh, yeah, yeah, go to London and win. Yeah. Uh, you can join us at 866-4-FAN, 866-4326. We're also on Twitter, at the fan Rochester. Chris from South Central Kentucky, one of our regulars, oh, listening no. on the Odyssey app. Zach Wilson can get his confidence back fairly quickly by taking his shot at Donna Kelsey. Chris? <laughs> Chris? <laughs> it's not a bad suggestion go after good luck with that yeah what's our I, I i think i'm at my limit of taylor swift cutaways honestly like oh she's in kansas city oh she's in the box oh she's walking out of the gate i don't care. this is great news for the bills great news for the bills through the course of the season it becomes a distraction you already have mahomes admitting yeah i felt pressure to get the ball to kelsey knowing she was here kelsey's weak knees already on display week one he missed because of the weak knee this is great news for the buffalo no bills. i look at it the opposite okay because Who's the number one girlfriend in Buffalo Bills land right now? And is she going to say, hey, maybe this will help my career if I can. You know who I'm talking about. Taylor Swift doesn't need any help with her career. She's just fine. If anything, no, but is, Haley Steinfeld needs help with her career. And she I does even, not. She's fine. She's fine. She is not at Taylor Swift's level. Of course she's not. at. Nobody's at Taylor Swift's level and nobody will be. She... The people are comparing her to the Beatles, Gene. Like, this is unprecedented what she's done with her career. Nobody's seen anything like this before. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld is not going to be that. Paul McCartney ever try to get a radio guy in Rochester fired? I don't know. No, no, no. No, I mean, I'm not saying she, she's, we should absolve her of her sins. She's pure evil. Pure evil. <laughs> you ever start to thumb somebody a text and then just, and I stopped. I was ready to text Binkley in the middle of the game and be like, you know, there's a story here. You know, I'll have to, you'll have to tell Bink. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll share that story with Bink at some point. Uh, we've got uh, Nate Gary joining us here in less than 10 minutes. We'll talk uh, more Bills and Commanders. We'll look ahead to Dolphins Week uh, here in the Sports Bar coming up here in less than 10 minutes. Brad in Rochester joining us at 8664 uh, Fan. What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad. Uh, hey, you guys are killing me. Um, <laughs> um, I really think that if the Bills play like they played the last two games on offense, where they're just taking what the Dolphins give us and keeping that off their Miami's offense off the field, we have a great chance. Yep. Keep them off the field. It's, it's, Force them to try and push or pressure themselves to score. And we go down, we put a couple sevens up, they get a couple three and outs. Tua's going to try and throw deep. He's going to try and push it just because. Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with that part of it, but it is, if you want to simplify it, as simple as keeping their offense on the sideline and eliminating your mistakes, no turnovers. I mean, you can't have a mistake-filled game the way you did week one. If you're Josh Allen against Miami, they'll make you pay. You can't give them additional uh, additional possessions. They'll make you pay. 
that offense needs to be sidelined as much as possible. I don't know that I'll say Tua is going to throw it down just because. Tua hasn't been throwing it downfield just because. He's kind of like Josh Allen in that he's taking what the defense gives him, but he is getting the ball out of his hands quick. He's a one-read quarterback. He's going to find that guy, get it to him, and let him make the play, and then it's on the Bills to be stout up front, to be disciplined and, and fundamental with their tackling. And not I, let these guys slip through. I want to ask Nate Geary when we have him on a little bit, because yes, the Tua stuff, we have never seen in our lifetime a team run the ball down somebody's throat the way Miami did yesterday to Denver. Now, was that Denver laying down, or is that really the secret sauce to this Miami offense? The fact that, hey, all of a sudden we we, we figured this out. And if you want to go um, you know, defend against Tua and drop everybody, excuse me, against Tyreek Hill, drop everybody back, we're going to run it down your throat. Well, and they had success running the football against the Bills last year, too, if you're right. So that that's it is worth monitoring. And the Bills are going to have to be on their on their best behavior defensively, not just against that speed, not just against that quarterback, but against that run game as well. They're going to have their hands full. Appreciate the call, Brad. You can join us at 866-432-6585-866-4FAN. All right, let's uh, make sure we have plenty of time here for, for Nate Geary. You can hear him on the Buffalo Bills radio network. He's also on our Odyssey Sports sister station, WGR in Buffalo. He's going to join us next. And we'll not only recap what was a great performance by the Buffalo Bills in Washington yesterday, but we'll continue to look ahead to Sunday in Orchard Park with the first place Miami Dolphins coming into town, a, a matchup that will determine who's in first place uh, come oh, this time next week. Could be the Buffalo Bills. We'll see, Gina. Or the Bills are two games back. Which would be a challenge. Which would be a hole that would be tough to climb out of. We'll get into that and more next. With Nate Geary from WGR and the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Next on the Fan Rochester. 95.7 FM, AM 950. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. A fan, Rochester Sports Update. Buffalo Bills winning big, 37-3 in Washington. Now it's Miami week. Quarterback Josh Allen certainly aware this week's opponent put up 70. Um... You know, we don't we don't see the other side of the ball and we don't we don't focus on that. We just we'll watch our film, figure out what we have to fix and try to develop a game plan to, to go against their defense and um, you know trust our defense to go out there and play their game. Nick Gary, Buffalo Bills Radio Network joins us next. We'll talk a little Bills and Dolphins. Two games on Monday night football, seven fifteen tonight for Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Joe Burrow expected to give it a go tonight when the Bengals host the LA Rams. It'll be at 8.15. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams, he is out for the season. Williams with a torn ACL. Final week of the regular season in Major League Baseball. The Yankees this afternoon winning over Arizona 6-4. Gene Bataglin, the sports leader. The fan, Rochester. Meet or on the rocks, it's the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Yeah, they played fantastic. Um, obviously, that's a fantastic front that we faced. All four of those guys can absolutely go, and uh, it was a good test for us, and I'm glad things went, obviously, the way, the way that they went, but um, just utilizing our game plan, getting to move the pocket stuff, switching up where we're throwing the football, Trying to stay two-dimensional. I thought Coach Dorsey did a good job with that tonight. He's Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. He picked some praise on his offensive line for the second week in a row, erasing any sort of pass rush from the defensive line of their opponent. As we welcome in Nate Geary from the Buffalo Bills radio network. You can hear him pregame, postgame, here on the Fan Rochester Game Days. Nate, it was an impressive performance for a second week in a row from Josh Allen from the Bills offensive line. But we've been spending a lot of time today talking about the, the growth of Terrell Bernard, who in two weeks has just kind of become like the guy. I mean, like we were we were trying to think, he's probably your defensive player of the week in the AFC if, if it's not for Miles Garrett and his, what, three and a half sacks? Yeah, three and a half sacks, very impressive for Miles Garrett. Uh, add in a pass deflection or two pass deflections, an interception, a fumble recovery, and seven tackles. And I, it's hard to look at that stat line and not be impressed and, and think that he really kind of deserves the nod this week and a second start nonetheless. Um, yeah, listen, I mean, he has been um, everything that I think the Bills had thought he and hoped he could be and a lot more. I, I remember, you know, we were – talking in the summertime like who would this be would it would it be Dotson would it be um, another veteran that they would bring in and it's really turned out to be the Terrell Bernard show and and listen you know it, it always takes games to sort of figure this out but with between Bernard between how well Spencer Brown has played the last two weeks um, how well Christian Benford has played other than you know a couple of penalties here and there but like some of these young guys are real James Cook are really, really taking steps for this team. And I think you feel a lot better about the Bills in their trajectory this year than you did maybe six, eight weeks ago because you just didn't know what Terrell Bernard would be. You didn't know uh, if Spencer Brown could handle this and, and would they find a, a, a veteran replacement for him. Would they – Christian Kirksey, right? they sign him. Oh, that's a great signing because you think you might have to use him. And 
all of a sudden, these young guys are starting to establish themselves as, as legitimate starters. Um, and in Terrell Bernard's case, is starting to establish himself as a higher-end starter. Um, and man, how, uh, how great would that be is if you could really replace one-for-one one the production that Terrell, uh, um, Tremaine Edmonds had with Terrell Bernard. I think you feel really good about that with a third-round pick. Yeah, I mean, everybody's saying, boy, I can't remember Edmonds having that sort of game with the impact of just big plays and... It, it, does that just go to that that maybe Bernard has better instincts? That's part one of my question. Part two would be, Nate, how did we all not kind of catch on to this? Was this Sean McDermott kind of slow playing this maybe through training camp? The idea that hey, we're going to have a competition, we're going and, and the fact that Bernard got hurt, we really didn't get to see it, or is even this uh, a pleasant surprise? Would you think uh, to the Bills coaching staff? I would bet it's at least a little bit surprising for them. I can't imagine they, they, they thought it would go this well. I'll tell you this, though, is that the coaching staff and players last year, um, you talked to Bernard, uh, you talked to Matt Milano. I've heard there's a quote from Matt Milano talking about Bernard last year during training camp um, where he talked about how his instincts, his ability to read and react, were really impressive. It was impressing the veterans on that defense. And last year, when you hear that, you say, okay, but he can have great instincts, but if his body isn't big enough, he's not, if he's not big and strong enough uh, to shed blocks in the NFL, instincts kind of don't matter. Uh, so I, I think that what he's shown is those instincts and really good defensive line play, which is what he's getting right now, has really unlocked his ability to play freely, to play downhill, to play with instincts. And, you know, until they meet an offensive line that can get to the second level, which they have not met yet because the defensive line's been playing so well, that, you know, I think he's kind of the perfect, the perfect piece. I mean, he's got speed, he's got instincts, and you're going to need both of those things in this matchup this week against a running attack that just had like 300-something yards rushing um, against the Denver Broncos. So, yeah, I, I really like the speed and the, the, the sort of quickness that he brings because him and Milano both get downhill Man, do those guys fly when they read and react. And I think part of the playing the position, I've never played linebacker, but there are positions in football where when you're confident in what you're seeing and what you're processing, um, you can play a far freer game. This is talked about a lot in hockey in the NHL, right? When, when guys start to get acclimated to the NHL game and they're not thinking so much, they're freed up to react more and to, um, and to process the game at a quicker level. And I think that's what we're seeing with Bernard and, you know, I'm just not sure. Maybe part of this was a little bit of a slow play, guys, but I think it's I think it's hard for us to conceptualize because we just didn't see him in game action. I think they knew that they had something there, um, which is why you know when they left camp, they uh, when they broke camp, there wasn't a huge signing. There were other guys, Deion Jones. There was guys with starting experience in the league, and um, they went with Christian Kirksey, who you know ultimately like retired last week and. I think that they feel they're in a really good position at the linebacker position uh, right now with Terrell Bernard in the middle. Nate, talk a little bit about the offensive line that you heard Josh Allen just talking about because it's been two weeks now that they've just erased any sort of a pass rush from good pass rushers. We, you know that was the big fear about Washington was hey those that front four that's that's a menacing front four. I mean Josh Allen I think was rushed maybe or, or hurried maybe once all uh, afternoon yesterday. The, the job that Aaron Cromer did here from week one to now week two and three and two consistent performances by his offensive line. Let's start with Osiris Torrance, who if they ever gave rookie of the year out to an offensive lineman, he would have early on here has a real good argument. Zero pressures given up through the first three games against three really good defensive lines. There was times he was head to head 
with with Jonathan Allen and absolutely neutralized what I believe is the third best defensive tackle in the league. Um, I, I have just been thoroughly impressed with him. McGovern just been a nice, steady, a significant improvement over Roger Southfield last year. Is he a top five player in his position? No, I don't think so. But they're not paying him to be a top five player. They're paying him to be a notable upgrade, which he has been. I think Torrance has been a notable upgrade. They have really solidified the interior three around Mitch Morse. And I think it really shows both in the run game, but also in the pass game. They're not giving up those pressures right in Josh Allen's face. When the pressure comes, it comes from the edges, which you can, you can block. There's things you can do as Ken Dorsey to mitigate, to help out your offensive lineman when the rush is coming from around the edge. That happens to the best offensive linemen. Um, defensive players around the edge, there's speed, there's quickness, there's bull rushes. Those things happen, and you can help. You can create chips. You can keep an extra running back. You can keep an extra tight end to help those. It's really hard when you have inconsistently interior offensive linemen losing one-on-ones. It's really hard to scheme up ways to mitigate that. So they've really solidified the interior of that offensive line. Right now, they've got four players inside the top 50 grades in, P- in PFF right now, and Spencer Brown's like three players outside the top 50. Um, this is an offensive line that's really coming together. I've been thoroughly impressed over the last two weeks with what I've seen from Spencer Brown. He's starting to lean on technique a little bit more. I was watching some cover one highlights um, earlier this afternoon and just kind of talking about Spencer Brown. And I think he's starting the lights turned on a little bit for him. Um, he's not, a, a, this is another situation where like Terrell Bernard, I think he's playing without thinking as much. And I think because of that, he's able to lean on his athleticism and lean on some technique a little bit more. And I think all of this is to say, yeah, Aaron Kermer's doing a hell of a job um, piecing together an offensive line that got together, you know, in April um, as, a, as a starting five and really didn't solidify until the end of training camp when Osiris Torrance was named starting guard that, you know, this team, this, this unit really came together. So, yeah, all hats off to Aaron Kormer's done, you know, by all accounts, an incredible job piecing together an offensive line and, and seeing real, real tangible differences and changes in it. Nate Geary, WGR, Buffalo Bills Radio Network, our guest here. So, Nate, uh, we're already looking ahead here. On a Monday, it's the Dolphin Weekend. What Miami did yesterday, we'll get to Tua and Tyreek Hill and all that, but as far as their running game, I don't know if we've ever seen one team take it to another team the way they did. So your thoughts on what Miami did on the ground game, is there something different, exotic? What was that? Or is that just more or less Denver laying down in the second half and a lot of stats accumulating that way? Not sure what Denver had planned for. Um, there's no doubt Devin A. Chain, it, he can move. That guy is a 4-2 player, and that showed. Uh, Mostert's a 4-3 player, and that showed. Um, they're winning one-on-one battles along the offensive line. They didn't make many personnel changes. In fact, I think they have the same five, front five, that they ended last season with. I think the difference is they're winning some one-on-one battles. They have a great blocking center in Connor Williams. Um, and because of what they're doing through the air right now, um, it's giving them the most ideal run looks possible. So two weeks ago, you know, they, they only scored 24 points against the Patriots. The Patriots ran a lot of three-high safety. And when you run a three high safety, you got to be able to turn around and run the ball effectively. I think they did that for the most part against the Patriots. Then it's, you know, quadrupled down last week, yesterday against the Denver Broncos. And I, I don't know what's going on with the Denver Broncos defensively. That was supposed to be, Hey, at least they have that defense if they weren't going to be good this year. And what Russell Wilson look more like the Russell Wilson we've seen. Um, and that was going to be the question, but the defense is the defense. They'll always be good. They've got, you know, the pieces over there and uh, they got thoroughly embarrassed. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I, 
I'll say this, the offense as a whole um, is operating and functioning at super high levels, the efficiency, the trust, um, and Mike McDaniels is doing an unbelievable job setting his guys up for success. But I, I said this on post game yesterday is I, I'm not sure I've heard Chris Greer's name come up once um, with the success of this team. And I think it's got to because Chris Greer put together an offense of track stars. And, you know, for a long time, Al Davis would we'd sort of the punchline of jokes about assembling guys that ran fast 100 meter dashes. And I, I, it's hard because what he's done is he's a, he's a, he's a math guy who are the fastest guys in the league, but are all football players. These guys aren't track guys disguised as football players. These guys are real football players, the Waddles, the Tyreek Hills, the, the day, the eight chains and the, and the Mozarts. Um, and even like Braxton Berrios, who brings a ton of speed to that lineup. Like they are just fast throughout. Uh, they're going to be a really tough cover next week. There's no doubt. So Nate, and, and part of what you're talking about, I think too, you mentioned giving some credit to Mike McDaniel. I think a byproduct of, of working with Kyle Shanahan is you really do a good job of identifying the strengths and weaknesses of each of your players and putting them in as many positions possible to, to, to have success. And we've been critical of Tua in the past. He's a one-read quarterback. He throws it more than 20 yards downfield. It's a liability, but they've found ways to make it work with Tua and his limitations. And part of that is the speed that they've infused in you know, over the last two seasons here. Long way of asking the question, if you're Sean McDermott and you're looking at this offense, what are you planning that's going to be different this weekend versus what you've done the last two weeks, which has been highly effective? Yeah, I, I, listen, I think they've got a lot. They've, they've got a task in front of them. Uh, no one has really, I, I think the one, you know, Belichick did a good job last week of, if he had any kind of offense, I think the Patriots could have won that game. Um, and I think if one or two plays go the other way in, in week one, that LA could have won that game. So do I think this is some unbeatable team? No. Do I think that right now they're the best offensive league? I do. But I think that, that they won two close games against one who's got a good offense and a terrible defense. Another one that is just uh, this week. I mean, both the offensive defense played poorly um, and the Patriots team with a really good defense and a pretty bad, pretty bad offense. So they have not yet played the complete team that the Buffalo bills are. Do I feel confident that the bills and Sean McDermott can come up with a game plan? I do. My concern is the separation that Mike McDaniels is now scheming before when he was using Tyreek Hill and, and Jason and Jalen Waddle last year, you know, they were just winning one-on-one battles and out, out foot racing people. And now they're both getting running head starts. It's almost like they're doing Canadian rules um, where they're, you know, Tyreek Hill's in a full sprint. That's hard to defend. Um, I wonder if the thing they've got up their sleeve is, do we see a, an, an active uh, Kyer Elam this week? The two, three best games of his career have come against the Miami Dolphins last season. And, I think you might want a more physical man corner played and dressed in, maybe even starting in this game, um, than a Christian Benford who's a four five guy. A Dane Dane Jackson's a four five guy. You really are going to need a four four guy, uh, I think, lined up today or this week against the Miami Dolphins. And I wonder if that's a wrinkle. I think we might see more Taylor Rapp, more three three safety sets. Um, but I think all in all, right now, what I, I think Terrell Bernard has shown is. That he's got to be on the field. So it'll be really interesting what, what kind of wrinkles we see Sean McDermott or, and what I think we know is that last year when other, they don't, the bills don't really follow a lot of blueprints. They really believe in what they do, the base defense that they have. Um, and I think they're going to try to put together a good game plan and, um, and get their hands on some passing lanes, try to hope to maybe knock some passes down 
and force Tua to, his, to the second read. But I think you do that by coming a little bit more physical at the line of scrimmage. But Miami's making that so hard with the motions that they're, that they're building into the offense where you can't get hands on a guy that's already running full speed at the snap. I'm just curious also about a lot of things, but the safeties for Buffalo in this game, Poyer and Hyde, and maybe this is the last year we have the tandem together here. And if you're Sean McDermott, do you play him back? Do you play him high here with the idea that, hey, I I don't want Waddle or Hill or anybody else for that matter to get behind him? Or are you rolling the dice a little bit more knowing, hey, I'd rather force a a three and out and and try to win the game that way. And if they they go out the door on one play, so be it. How do you see the safeties uh, being employed in this game, Nate? Well, that's going to be really the question because I think the the tough part about this conversation is going to be if you play the safeties that deep and you know they're running at the at the clip that they're running, that could be a really tough. <laughs> that that could that's really where I think they hurt Denver this week is they wanted to play a too high shell and keep everything in front of them. First of all, they didn't do a good job of that. But then by doing that, they just let them run and they missed tackles and they took terrible, you know, uh, um, angles at running backs. The Bills are going to have to take really strong angles. They're going to have to be super disciplined. And when they get their hands on players, they are going to have to make the tackle. So I think for me, uh, you place, you can have those guys super deep and not want to get beat over the top, but you got to do that. You kind of have to, they're going to have to mix in some different looks. They're going to have to try to do something that no team has done yet, which is try to confuse Tua in pre to post snap shifts. And what you can't do is be late on those shifts and give them an opportunity with an opening down the field because Tua will throw it up and Tyreek Hill will run under it. So, yeah, I, they, they've got a full on task ahead of them. I'm really interested to see what, what, what they decide to do with the safety. Because, yeah, they're not, they're not the fleetest of foot. And, and I think that's um, going to be a really interesting interesting decision to make if you're Sean McDermott. After seeing one week of bad Josh uh, on that Monday night opener, we've seen two weeks of virtually mistake-free Josh Allen, say for maybe that interception yesterday. Um, Nate, is it, I hate to simplify things, but I mean, really, offensively, it is as simple as just not turning the ball over, is it not? I think that's, it's, it's about as simple as that. I think, you know, not beating yourselves, um, I think is a big one. They, I, I thought, you know, they only had one turnover uh, yesterday, but just a couple of untimely, the tripping call that put them into second and long. Yeah. Uh, there was a holding call after a good play on Spencer Brown that brought them back. They, the untimely penalties are tough. I think the other thing too is outside of interceptions and beating yourself is they got to do a better job on first down, you know, like getting themselves in second and 10 for whatever reason, Ken Dorsey can't help himself, but to turn around and run the football on second and long and then get themselves in third and long situations. And I don't care how good you are. Those were very efficient on third down last week. They were the most efficient team in the NFL last year in third down, but you can't give yourself back yourself into third and eight, third and nine, third and 10, um, and expect to have consistent success, success in the NFL. And I think that's a big thing for me next week is sometimes the best defense is to have a clock possession, grind out, score touchdowns offense. If you can hold Miami to a couple field goals, I think between the twenties, Miami's going to, you guys are going to have that. Like everyone's going to have to be good with, with Miami getting their yards between the twenties. The question I have is, can the bills tighten down when they get inside the red zone hold them to a couple of field goals, and can the Bills score touchdowns when they're given the possession and not beat themselves? If they can, I think that's their recipe to victory because I just don't think you're going to stop this Miami offense you know, consistently over 60, 70 plays. I think your best bet is they're going to get their yards, give them run looks. You're going to be okay if you know, Devin A. Chain and, and Raheem Mozart beat you 
Um, but when you get into the red zone, you got to be able to tackle, wrap up, and try to hold them to some, some field goals, and maybe even a fourth down stop or two. Um, and I think that's kind of your, your best recipe for success for the Bills. Nate, I, I, I want to like give credit to the Bills' defensive line. My gosh, we haven't seen a you know performance like that. Nine sacks yesterday, but that was also the modern-day Drew Bledsoe just sitting back there, and I'm going to take the punishment. Hal didn't know what he was looking at. It's almost like they get the opposite this week in Tua. Um, do, do you feel comfortable just sending four here? Can you actually get the Tua uh, the way he gets uh, rid of the ball so quick? I don't think so. But, yeah, I mean, holy cow, um, that performance and th- those back-to-back sacks from Leonard Floyd, um, particularly the second sack where he is in full speed as soon as that ball is snapped, dips below at full speed. I mean, what are you supposed to do with that? If he can pull a rep like that, one or two reps like that out, um, onto his blind side, by the way, um, that might be the only way you get to him is if you have reps like that. And yeah, Leonard Floyd has been a revelation. I can't believe that they got him for what they got him for after three consecutive seasons of nine plus sacks uh, or eight and a half plus sacks. Like he has just been a workhorse, three and a half sacks in the first three games. Um, Ed Oliver is playing some unbelievable football. He has seven pressures yesterday. Seven. The Bills defensive line pressured. Sam Howell on 69.2% of his dropbacks, 27 of 39 dropbacks, he had pressure. And sacks are a quarterback sack. So he holds on to the ball a long time. That's what, we, that's what the Bills knew about them coming into this game. Young quarterbacks tend to do that. The, Tua is the antithesis of that. He does not hold on to the football. He's going to get rid of it in under three seconds. The question I have is, can Leonard Floyd drop a couple of those things on third downs, um, you know, dip underneath the right tackle and, and get Tua? Um, that'll be something I'm looking forward to. But holy cow, that defensive line led by Ed Oliver, which is great to see playing at, at maybe the best I've seen in the Brandon Bean era. Nate, uh, it was uh, it was a fun afternoon yesterday. The Bills traveled well to Washington. They represented in, in force. Uh, just paint a picture. How insane is Orchard Park going to be Sunday with everything that's on the line for this game and the way this team is playing right at this moment? I think it's going to be a real special place to be. Uh, if you've got, uh, if you can get your hands on some tickets, I do. So I, I think it's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. Um, I, I know people are jacked up for this game. Um, and you know, g- good reason for it. I, I think this game for a week four game has a lot of implications on what the division looks like for the rest of the way. Um, and really what the AFC could look like for the rest of the way. Um, I, I think Cincinnati's done. Um, I think they're in real trouble and if they lose tonight and they start and three, um, they're going to have a real tough way out of it. Although that division is not as good as people were making it out to be. They remind me so much of the AFC West without a, a true Chiefs team in it from last year, right? Uh, the, the Raiders make all these moves and the Denver Broncos trade for Wilson. And, you know, all of a sudden this is supposed to be a division everyone's scared of. And they had one playoff team. Um, and, and I, or well, two, I mean, I, the, 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 the Chargers make the playoffs. I think they made the playoffs. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I look at that division in the North and everyone's talking about, oh, the Steelers, uh, what a preseason. They're a, they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. The Ravens always, what happens is they go through all these injuries. They can't keep anyone healthy ever. And Lamar has looked mediocre at best. Um, and their pass catchers, you know, Odell Beckham Jones is down with injury. Bateman's down with injury. Dobbins is down with injury. And Ronnie Staley didn't play last week. And then on the other side, no Marlon Humphrey. You know, so it's just like. Uh, and, and the Browns, maybe they've got a really good defense, but if, as long as Deshaun Watson doesn't throw up on himself, I guess they're good. But like, I, I look at the AFC at large, it's the, it's the dolphins, it's the chiefs, it's the bills and the chiefs or the dolphins have simply swapped out for the Cincinnati Bengals because I think Joe Burrow is playing very hurt. And, um, 
yeah, I, it, this could have huge implications for the rest of the way. There's no doubt. Nate, uh, appreciate your time, my friend. It is always good to, to kind of pick your brain on this. Uh, biggest regular season Bills Dolphins game since a real, real long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, last maybe, December was big, ever. but yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe ever. Can't wait, Nate. Appreciate the time, buddy. Let's catch up again soon. My pleasure, guys. Nate Thanks, Gary, man. you'll hear him on the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. We have a call for you again coming up this Sunday. Kickoff just after one o'clock. Pre-game gets underway at 9 a.m. So, Mike Danger, pop quiz. Which player in the NFL, according to Fanatics, saw his NFL jersey sales increase by 400% in the last 48 hours? Tua. Nope. Oh. Uh, okay. Which quarterback? Let me no, think about which this. which NFL player? Oh, which NFL player? Uh, uh, HN. Nope. Damn. You're on the wrong track here. All right. Well, you do you do a bait and switch. I mean, we're talking about Bills and Dolphins, and now you're going to ask me this question out of the blue. Tell me. Well, give you a hint. It has nothing to do with football fans buying his jersey. The no, Swifty no, Universe no. is buying lots no. of Travis Kelsey jerseys. Four hundred percent. It's a business arrangement. Can we just call it for what it is? Damn her. Ugh. We didn't even talk about this. For anybody that thought she w- this was a, a, a ploy to get into the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime, no, it'll be Usher. Kind of figured it was going to be somebody that, you know, Jay-Z could pull out of his bag of tricks that wasn't going to be named Taylor Swift. She doesn't need the Super Bowl halftime show. She doesn't need Travis Kelsey. But the NFL eating it up. Just oh, the machine! Like yes, everybody putting this out, and then afterwards, post game, them walking out of the locker room together. Oh my God! Does he know what he's in for? Does he know? He has no idea. He has no idea what he's in for. I think it's great news for the Buffalo Bills. When do you want the breakup to happen? Like playoffs right january i after the holidays right like, look if they're dating fine. throughout the course of the season the pressure and, and if she's showing up to games if mahomes is recognizing yeah i feel like the pressure to get it to travis because i know who's who's in attendance like if it's going to be like this every time she shows up or then yeah that's that's good news for the rest of the league you don't need that distraction you really don't you could get away with it against the bears yeah, good, good luck against good teams. Where do they play this week? Oh, that's right. They play in New York against the Jets. Oh, God. She'll show up for that. And the and Jets yeah. will just roll over. That's going to be a blowout. Uh, all right. Let's appreciate Nate stopping by. Always yeah. great getting caught up with Nate Geary from the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Uh, we've got happy hour on the way next in the sports ball. We've got a round of shots. We've got a double header for Monday Night Football to talk to. And you you, you uh, mentioned that, that Burrow's going to try and give it a go. Well, yes, but now that was the report earlier. Mm. And now uh, Zach Taylor telling the media Goombas, well, we're going to be making that decision closer to game time. God, I might just stay away from that game altogether tonight when I'm uh, opening up my my FanDuel account here and looking at what to play. You've got the Bucks, you've got the Eagles, you've got the Rams and the Bengals. 
Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger, join me on FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan, because right now, if you're a new customer, you get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's FanDuel.com slash Mike if you want to put some wind in the sails. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the time. No better time to get in on the action. Monday Night Football doubleheader tonight? Come on. The app is easy to use with a wide range of betting options with spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Again, FanDuel.com slash Mike to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.